Crofts is back at the NEC in Birmingham after a year away. It is so good to be back and good to catch up, as always, with Vince Hogan from Our Dogs. Vince, good to see you. Morning, Steve. I was just going through some old diaries of mine, and I think it is 27 years... Since, Since we, met. we first met here at Crufts. No, we or actually just before Crufts, didn't we, to be fair? We met at GMAX in Manchester. I remember the day very well. I've never recovered since. <laughs> uh, fellow Manchester City supporter, all-round good egg. Uh, you were also with Helen Fox on the day, if I remember That's right. That's right, who's, who's now at the, ke- yep. at the Kennel Club, of course. And I think that, that year, the first year that I was involved with Crufts, it was the Welsh Terrier. Hurston hit and miss, wasn't it? Owned, owned by Anne Morn. 27 years, Vince. Yeah, and? We still look like we did 27 years I've got years more ago. hair than you. <laughs> hey, look, it's great to be back here at the NEC, isn't it? What an incredible couple of years it's been. Well, a lot of people have been saying to me, there won't, there won't be a crowd, people won't come back. But I was doing, you know, my, one of my famous walkabout live streams this morning. The first thing I said is, well, anybody who thought crowds would not return to Crufts, just look around because they're here it's I mean it's not packed like we know you know you, you couldn't you had situations where you couldn't literally move yeah. or you lifted your feet off the ground you were taken along with the tide but because there's there's a smaller entry uh, so there's plenty of uh, good wide gaps in the, the corridor so it, there's still a, an okay feeling of getting around you know, big crowd, I think, today. Absolutely. Sure. Lots of smiles on people's faces. They're glad to be back as well. Yeah, not, not the, one, just, the, the ones, ones you can see that aren't wearing a mask. Yeah. Like Paul is. Yes, yes. And, and of course, the Kennel Club is, uh, and Crafts is abiding by, by current uh, regulations, uh, as yeah. we should just point out. Um, and, and it's common sense, Steve. Yeah. You know, we, we were here for a show in December, an LKA show, which isn't on the sort of public radar. It's more the, the doggy people. Uh, and, of course, the regulations were enforced then. And, uh, I mean, one of our colleagues has gone home. He, he didn't even get to the show, but his missus has got COVID, so right. he's out of the game. So that's Dave Cavill, you know, Dave. Yes. So, yeah, so it is, as, as we say, it is what it is, and you've got to go with the flow. It's going to be a great show. Obviously, plenty to see here. Um, I caught up this morning with uh, two of the new breeds that uh, are showing here for the first time, the Pyrenean smooth-faced sheepdog yeah. and the Hungarian pumi. What yeah. great breed. Do you know what's really interesting, though? It, you could not wipe the smile off the faces of the people here with those two breeds. Yeah, because they've striven to get here, you know, and, it, like, the, the puma is very popular. You know, and, and we we have a lot of issues about designer dogs or, you yeah. know, um, cockapoos or what have you, but, you know, get a puma because <laughs> that looks just like that sort of, that coat texture, that look. And they came in to the UK, I don't know exactly when, a couple of years or so ago, but their popularity yeah. uh, with existing dog breeders has really shot up, you know. As for the smooth, what was it, smooth-faced, Pyrenean smooth-faced sheep I prefer the long-haired variety, <laughs> personally. Oh, they're lovely, absolutely lovely thing. And don't forget the Harriers as well, that's the other breed. Um, down at the uh, press centre, the Tweet Suite this morning, uh, at his opening address, the uh, Kennel Club chairman, Tony Alcock, made reference to the events in Ukraine which I know you have a, a close personal connection with. And, of course, the Kennel Club's £50,000 donation through the FCI, the governing body, to yeah. the Ukraine Kennel Club. Um, it has had a big impact on the European, particularly, dog community, hasn't it? Yeah, well, where do, where do you start? I mean, as you know, I, I've covered a number of shows in Moscow, uh, big shows, 
a big event centre. I almost hasten to say better than this in terms of quality. Air condition, fabulous. This is called the Crocus Centre in Moscow. I've covered events in Kiev as well, in Ukraine. We did the European dog show there. But there was ill feeling at the time as well. The Russian exhibitors were saying, you know, did they dare go to the show? Would they have their cars damaged? There's always been an undercurrent. Uh, and obviously, with the, the tragic events of what, what's happened has led the kennel club, as other kennel clubs around Europe and America, to withhold uh, allowing uh, Russian exhibitors or Russian press uh, or even people who've imported dogs from Russia. You know, so it's cataclysmic. For, uh, you, know, you, you can't underestimate the humanitarian side. You're asking me about the dog side, obviously. Massive impact it will have. And say, for example, the next large international show is the European Dog Show in Paris in April. They, again, have followed the, uh, the same path of not allowing Russian exhibitors to attend the show. Now, that has another uh, number of impacts along the line, like here. Overseas entries are down about half, 1,800, I think. And the Russian exhibitors, are, uh, they were always massively welcomed because they really boosted the entries of shows trade stands love them because they bought lots of products they'd come in buses coaches been travelling for two or three days so yeah big and fat I mean my one of my my next show will be Paris if I get there in, in April <clears throat> my next international show after that was Moscow the Eurasia show yeah. big three day show they'd have something like 10,000 dogs there as well so that clearly is not going to happen Last year's um, postponement uh, meant that some dogs who were at their peak and ready for cruffs yep. now sadly are probably watching it on television uh, at home. Uh, other dogs have come through. There have perhaps been fewer qualifying events this year. So the, the entry this year is going to be different. But I have to say, I've had a walk round and the people I'm talking to, they're all saying it's a very, very good quality entry. Quality is not necessarily quantity, but it is for a 4,000 plus down. You can't escape it. An impact of that, of course, or one of the uh, contributing factors is the entry fee, which went up from £30 to £35. And there was a lot of people bought to that. So if you add that together with the COVID situation and generally costs going up, although the Crufts entry closed in January before this sort of inflationary spike hit, but, you see, dog people in the UK think that's expensive, £35. I'm not saying it is or is not. You compare that to Europe, to the World Show, European Show, and you'd be paying 75, 80 euros. And they have a tiered one. You can go pay early. That's the early rate. You can end up paying 110 euros mm. if you leave it too late. So, in comparison, the entry fee is relatively cheap. But you try and it is it is crook. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're talking world-class events, aren't we? I mean, it's, yeah. it's like sporting events. You and I are both football fans. You want to go yep. to the Cup Final. You want to go to watch the Formula One Grand Prix or the Wimbledon Tennis. You expect to, to pay, don't you? So, But the fact that the show is on is a testimony to the hard work of the team at the Cannon Club, isn't it? And, and as I said, you know, I was watching people queuing up coming in this morning. The anticipation... Of, of the yep. dog, the people showing well, the dogs Steve, and the you, visitors. You, you, you know, we do a lot on social media as well, and our dogs live stream all sorts of shows, not just cross. And the the excitement you, which you've picked up on is is there for all to see, and all yeah. the comments that have come through all the time. Yeah. And one or two people saying, "Terribly sorry, I can't be there for this reason, that reason." Watching it while sitting at home on my settee, jealous. Wish I will be there next year. Yeah, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And but enhanced it, TV coverage for those people who are watching at home. There's 
16 and a quarter hours, I think, of, uh, of coverage this year. Yeah, I think I'm speaking to Helen Fox or Sarah, Sarah uh, Wild earlier. I think she said it's gone up to 18. Right. It's on each afternoon at yeah. three, 3 till 4. Then it starts again at 6.30 in the evening. On Saturday and Sunday, it starts at 7, I think, because obviously you take an investing yeah. show. During the show, you've got YouTube channel, and this year we've got our dogs doing some live streaming as well by special permission. Excellent. We'll look out for that. Now, just finally, um, uh, you do a number of the shows. You've been round. You you have that a number, that's yeah, a... <laughs> a large number of it. You, you've got that that sense of uh, what's what's going on. Um, are there any breeds, any particular dogs, any breeders that are, are springing to mind this year who you know we might keep a, an eye out for? You asked me that yesterday. You kind of sort of you didn't put me on the spot because we're all been thinking about so many other things. As you know, I said to you about a Chinese crested. Yeah. Now that that dog, um, it's it's been winning. I I think it was dog of the year kind of thing, and quite often the dog of the year it features you know the groups, but it's not being shown in actual fact because the partner of uh, the owner is actually on the kennel club board, uh, Stuart Payne. So there's a. It's not a rule, but there's a, what's the word? A, An understanding. Yeah, that you don't, if you're on the kennel board, you don't show at Crufts kind of thing as well. So that was one. Uh, there's a little miniature poodle, a toy poodle, it's Waffle, it's called Waffle, his pet name. <laughs> that, that, that did very well. There was a French bulldog, did very well during the year. I'm trying to think as well, one or two of the others. I, I mean, you never know, I mean, Crufts throws up surprises. Yeah. You know, you've got to go through the breed judge, the group judge, you know, before you get into the, uh, the final seven. Um, but you know, as you've kept saying, that the ex- you just look around. It's interesting to see some people are wearing masks and some yeah. not. You know, if you're not confident uh, of it, wear the mask. There's tons of gel stations around as well, aren't they, for that side of things? So, I mean, I'll, I'll pop back in in a couple of days, Steve. I'll I'll, I'll test the waters. <laughs> but they're all heading oh, yeah. for. You know, everybody comes to Crufts enjoying it. So many are hopeful that they'll go through the, to the group stage and into the big ring, into the arena. And for one owner or, or one group of owners who own a particular breed line, a dog, a dog on Sunday evening will on television be awarded best in show. And yeah. from that moment, the life of that owner changes, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's the same. You hear that in other sports like uh, Raducano, you know, the girl, the tennis player, you know, yeah. massive change there. It's varied over the years to some people. So, you know, going back to the 90s, there was a, a dog uh, called Garfield, a Columbus Spaniel, uh, shown by a, guy, a lovely guy called Ralph Dunn from Southern Ireland. And he went to the next show, which was St. Patrick's Day show, a couple of days later, and he got he got dumped in the breed, right? <laughs> so they often say, you know, if you, if you win best in show, retire, don't take the hit. Um, and it's, for example, the Dachshunds. That yeah. one two years ago. I don't think I've seen that that dog out uh, much. Um, the reserve Melanie, you know, with the poodle yeah, as well. Yeah. She came back and had another go, didn't she? I think got yeah. the reserve again. So yeah, yeah it's. it's um, I remember. If, I think the very first one I remember was a Saint Bernard called Champion Burton Woods Bossy Boots, um, and that one. Well, my first show was at Earl's. No, not Earl's Court, Olympia. Wow, My yeah. first cross is 1974, did two at Olympia, then went on to Earl's Court. And that dog got beaten at his next show as well. So, which was... Uh, Just yeah. goes to show, every dog has its day, and it that's what the wandered is. is what it is, <laughs> absolutely. I was, I was minded, uh, because I remember doing an interview with um, the chap who had 
the Yorkie Oz Million Mystification. Uh, yeah. I can't okay. remember his name at the moment, but I, that was. Well, I, I, I mean, his nickname is Oz. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that was great because because he he had the little like, stand that the uh, that the dog uh, was on. Well, he's Osman um, Samija, S A M E J A. Yeah. And there's another Yorkie that did very well, but never won cross, which was um, Blairsville Royal Seal, the guy called Brian Lister. Yeah, but that's that's just a method of how they show the dogs on the velvet uh, cloth on on a stand. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get one of you, Stitch. Should have one in here and on your throat. Reinforced stand. Have yeah. you got a dog? Oh, I hate dogs. <laughs> That's my standard reply to that question which I've had for 50 years. And people go, are you serious? I go, no. But, you know, it's one of those things. No, I've had a boxer dog, I've had a cat terrier, I've had a, a crossbreed, not a designer breed, I mean a genuine crossbreed. It belonged to my, my mother-in-law. When she passed away, we, we adopted the dog. That was a mistake, but never mind. It was a, it was a terrier in it. It was one of those that chase kids on bikes and like car wheels, you know, all the time. Happy days. So there we go. So, just finally, what's... Uh, we're only, we're only, well, we're only, right, OK. I, I, I won a CC with my cat. Did you? What, the cat fancy? Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, we used to... Our dogs used to also have our cats, so we worked with the GCCF, right. the General Council of the Cat Fancy, which is the equivalent, as you know, of the Kennel yeah. Club. So we used to do a lot of those shows. Right? But to show the cat, you know, you just kind of brushed it, left it in the, the, the cage and... Left the left the hall. That was it. <laughs> so Thursday day one, as we chat now, yep. is is your sort of your your your, your easiest of days. It gets busier for you, doesn't it? Now through to uh, to Sunday. So no, it, it, and it's strangely because we our dogs support the rally. I'm pointing. Why am I pointing? It's on radio. It's in <laughs> hall five over there. It's like directional. So there's the rally, and then on Friday they have the interregional obedience and the special events ring in Hall 5. Right. So we support that, we got plaques and, you know, so I don't know whether to shake people's hands. What do you do? What's the protocol? Uh, no, a very good question, and it's been half and half. Some people have done the, the fist yep. bump, and others have been yep. very happy to, uh, yep. to shake hands. And as I look out now, there are plenty of the hand sanitizer things going around. Yep. So I think, I think people are being sensible, aren't they? So we're doing that over there, that's this afternoon. Then tomorrow it's a double one because it's the interregional obedience, which is now Wales, north of England. Very, very good fun. If, you, if people are watching, want to go over there, uh, it, there's a good atmosphere. And then straight after that, I'm into the main ring, which is the Chemical Breeder Stakes, yeah. which is gaining popularity again. So there's 40 odd teams. That's quite a spectacular sight. So we're there with Agria the insurance people as well who work with the Kenner Club with joint sponsors there so Saturday probably levels out for me a little bit and I have to go and make some money on the Art Dog Stand then you know, <laughs> Fantastic. to buy you coffee when I go to strange places good man and I'm very grateful for it Vince 27 years on always good to catch up with Fist you bump. Fist bump there many thanks Vince Hogan have a great I hope show to, uh, have a chat to you later in the show maybe yeah. alright thanks Steve <laughs>